don't think there'll ever be a time in radio when we have so much talent and so much uh, excitement as we did in those days. And right now we go live from everywhere. I mean, there's, there's not a thing in the world that you can't hear about on your radio on, on a live remote right from that area. Mm -hmm. I did a show the other night when I was late for work. And I was talking to the, to the guy, and I said, uh, you all still driving the live trucks? He said, you know, live trucks are going to are gonna be going away here soon. And I said, really? He said, yeah. I said, we can go live with the things we carry around in our briefcase. Oh, my and, word. And he said, as a matter of fact, I've done a couple of live shots using my iPhone. And uh, it's, you know, it's, it's amazing how the, the times have changed. But, uh, boy, I love hearing about those old days. And it was so special then, too. You know, and it's, that's the lessons you have to learn. Every day is special. Every day is a gift. That's why they call it the present. The present. Bill, I want to go personal for a minute. Think back when you were a kid, what is the single gift or toy that you got around Christmas time when you were a kid that you remember so well today? Well, uh, it's still downstairs. Oh, fact, I, uh, I, he has everything downstairs. <laughs> I, uh, as a matter of fact, I stumbled over just a day or so ago. I never will forget, it was Christmas Eve, and it was warm here in Texas. And uh, so warm, in fact, the door was wide open, the front door was wide open, and the screen door was hooked. And it, and it was warm enough to do that. And so my dad was, uh, was in the bathroom shaving, and there was a knock on the door. And I went running up there, and it was a man dressed in a Santa Claus. He was a neighbor. I, I did not recognize him. I, I know from after hearing the story from my mother and dad years later. There was a man from up the street that had dressed up in a Santa Claus suit and was coming down and listening with all the kids and asking what they wanted for Christmas and so forth and so on. And so there he was at my front door knocking and here it was Christmas Eve. And I pushed, I said, Santa Claus, Santa Claus, just a minute. And I pushed on the screen door and I couldn't get the screen door to open. And I looked up and way, way up there, it seemed like a mile above my head, I could see that screen door hook. I said, Santa Claus, wait just a minute, wait just a minute. And I went running down the hall and I went into the bathroom and Daddy was still standing in front of the mirror shaving and I said, Daddy, Daddy, Santa Claus is at the front door. Let me in, let him in. He said, get away, I'm trying to shave. I said, Daddy, 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 Santa Claus is out there. He's on the front porch. He can't get in. He's going to leave and I won't get any toys. He said, get out of here, son. I'm shaving. So I got down in the floor and this is what would drive my dad crazy. I'd get down the floor and get on my right shoulder and kind of balance myself and take my feet and spin in a circle. <laughs> and that just, I mean, that drove him nuts. So that's what I did. I got halfway down the hall. I laid down and I started spinning around and you could, he could hear my feet and hold man. 
He threw down his towel, still had the soap all over his face, and he headed up the hallway. I jumped up, and I ran a little bit closer to the front door, and I got down again and started doing cartwheels. And, oh, man, he came and he came, and finally I, I just, I literally lured him up to the front door. And lo and behold, there was Santa Claus, still there. And Daddy looked down at me and had a sheepish grin on his face. And he reached up, he unhooked the screen door. And the guy came on in and sat down on the couch. And I got up on his knee and we had a little talk. He asked me what I wanted and I said, I want a green car. I couldn't say green, I said green. I want a green car. And uh, he said, well, I'll be back after a while and you'll have it. And I guess he must have looked over at Dad and winked at him or gave him the okay. And so he left, and I went to sleep. And the next morning, I woke up, and I had a green pedal car. Oh, my. Chrysler. And I have that pedal car downstairs and tripped over just a few hours ago. And that's uh, how I remember that. And I, I've, st I've had my little green car. All these years, and my, my only wish is I could sit back in it and have it some more. Walmart, though, several years ago, came out with um, uh, different vintage toys, and one of them was that green car, remember? We bought it, it looked just like your car. Yeah, we bought the thing, had all the decals and everything. Yeah. Oh, and my was, goodness. And that, I must say, my dad was the cheapest guy that ever walked the face of the earth. I mean, you could hear him squeak when he walked past <laughs> That's how tight he was. But I'm telling you, he really, <laughs> he really did splurge on that green Chrysler pedal top. It's probably pretty valuable, and uh, it's still in. Uh, it's still got a few miles on it. It's it's uh, it's there. Like I said, the only problem is it just got small over the years. It got smaller. <laughs> That's cute, Bill. One of the things we went through last week, and we didn't get through the whole list, but I have a list with some pictures of Christmas toys from the 1930s and 1940s, and one of the things that's in there are these pedal cars. And they were pricey. I mean, these things for that period, for that time period, they were extraordinarily expensive. So I understand what you're saying when you tell me that this was a very special gift. Yeah, and, you know, um, uh, we've got some pictures. I need to dig those out. They were taken at the state fair, because everyone's tired of hearing me mention the fact that I'm the voice of Big Tech at the State Fair of Texas, and that's a pretty decent show. Last year in 24 days, we did $37.5 million. Well, we just added a half a million, so every time you talk to him, he adds money to it. Well, it's, it's earning interest, that's why. <laughs> and uh, so uh, I've got some pictures that Mother and Dad took when they went out to the fair, and that's when the rides were homemade. And there was a there was a little ride there, and what they had done is they had gone out and bought pedal cars and hooked them by chain to this ride. And uh, lo and behold, in the back of that picture, you can see the wheels on those pedal cars, and it's obviously made by the same company because the head, the hubcaps in those pictures are the very same hubcaps that are on my green pedal car. Oh my goodness. And uh, so uh, I know they were a popular, uh, a popular brand or a popular style. Mm -hmm. So I'm just really, uh, 
really pleased to have it. And I was, it's one of the, one of my prized possessions. You are the only person I've ever talked with who still had a pedal car. <laughs> no, oh, serious. Yeah. <laughs> You're one of the few people in the whole world who recognized the value, not only from a personal and emotional standpoint, but of a really um, monetary standpoint, the value of some of these toys. Well, you know, um, it's because of the tough life I left, lived as a kid. Because, like I just told you, I had the uh, uh, I had the holy grail of the pet pedal car. But when it came to a red, little red wagon, man, oh man, it was pitiful. I, I was uh, I, I lived in poverty uh, as far as my wagon was concerned. Still have it. I still have that too. And the uh, the wagon, I always wanted a radio flyer wagon. Radio flyer wagons, man. That's what you dreamed about. And they even had, some of them had flashlights. You could, uh, little lights, and they put a couple of flashlight batteries in them. And the uh, lights would light up, and, and some of them had fender skirts on them. I mean, they were really, really cool. And the, the best one to get, it was, it was like, uh, it was like the Red Rider BB gun. I mean, you had to get a, a radio flyer wagon it was like a Red Rider BB gun. And, um, my daddy went down to a, to a paint store. It was Cook's Paint. And for whatever reason, some guy at Cook's Paint decided, hey man, it's a good marketing thing if we sold uh, red wagons with Cook's Paint on the side of them. And uh, that might lure some uh, uh, some kids in here who will uh, make their father uh, come back and buy some more paint or something. I don't know why in the world a paint company would have, would sell red wagons, but they did. And that's where Chief Daddy went to get my red wagon. So I had, uh, I had a real sharp car, but I never had a radio flyer wagon. It said Cook's paint on it. And uh, it's probably, uh, if it hadn't gotten so rusty, it probably would be uh, a real collector's item. But uh, just goes to show you how my life has always been so unsettled. You know, one minute you have the holy grail of pedal cars. You had a generic life. Yeah, I mean, and uh, and then to end up with a generic red wagon. And Patricia and Walden, there's nothing worse for a child to have a generic red wagon. Kim, how about you? Do you have a Christmas story to share? Yeah, I was writing things down while Bill was talking. Um, I have uh, a couple of stories with that. Uh, a few years ago, well, I don't know, maybe five, six years ago, whatever, we were over at her apartment for Christmas, and we had gotten her this uh, artificial tree. It was about six foot tall and sat it, stood it in her living room. She didn't, for hours, she didn't know what was there. I even had her stand beside so I could take a picture, and all of a sudden she finally realized the tree was there. <laughs> She never paid attention. Remember that, Bill? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was funny. She just never, she just never uh, even realized it was there. And just in the middle of nowhere, you know, it just came in. That is so cute. What was she concentrating on instead of the tree? 
I don't know. He was just seeing her, just putting around, doing all kinds of stuff. But it was so funny because we put it out on her porch and the birds would get into it. She used to feed the birds out there on her porch at the apartment. And she needed a new tree, so we got her, that's what we got her for. I don't know. It was funny. She'd walk around it and stand there several times and talk to us or look at TV and just never even saw it standing there. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Have, over your lifetime, have you ever received a gift that just made you smile so much you're never going to forget it? Yeah, well, this gift, I think I probably talked about it last year, I'm not sure, but it made me happy. Then I was angry. Now it makes me smile just thinking about it. One year for Christmas, I got um, an easy bake oven. Uh huh. Then, you know, remember they used to come with little boxes of uh, cake mix and cookie mix and stuff like that? Uh huh. My brother had disappeared. Here he had taken my boxes of, of cake mix behind the couch and was eating cake mix. <laughs> I was so angry when he did that. Now I just, that's one of my favorite stories. I just laugh whenever I think about that. Whenever I see one of these bake ovens on TV or the, you know, the generic ones we have out now. But that, that was, the, oh, I was so mad, you know. He ate my cake mix. He ate my cake mix. I remember running up the steps and telling my mom and telling my grandmother that my, that he ate my cake mix. <laughs> What a memory. That's really funny. Did you ever get replacement cake mix, by the way? I think we did. I, I don't even know how you eat. Well, she even got her mom did, but she did buy me some. It didn't last too long, though, a couple times, and I didn't have any more. Yeah, I guess I got the board, maybe bored with the toy. I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Now, you, you have had... A really difficult year. I, I know you haven't felt well. You've had some health issues, and you lost Mama Beth this year. Yeah. And there were some Christmas things that you used to do with her that were special, and I know you've got some special memories. Is there something we can talk about? Is that is that something we're able to do? Sure. Um, I, uh, I was just telling Bill about this the other day. I don't know what reminded me. Uh, a few years ago, before she moved in with us, after she broke her back, a couple of years ago, she moved in with us. And uh, she was fine. The doctor couldn't even believe that she, you know, that she didn't have any pain. She, that, that lady never had pain, thank God. But um, one year, Bill and I got fed a brand new set of pans, like a uh, Revere Wear or something. Uh, and, her, and Walden remembered it. She loved, um, uh, oh my goodness, the name went right out of my head. Powder and perfume. I'll think of it in a second. But she used to love this perfume and the powder. So we got that for her for Christmas one year. Chantilly. I knew I'd get it. And uh, one year we gave her all that, and she sat there and she looked around and she smiled. She said, "This is what this is like when when Bill was here. That was my grandfather's name was Bill. She said, this is just like when he was here." And she was so happy because we reminded her of Daddy Bill. That's what we always call him. Oh, what a sweet memory. Yeah, and she helped me make Christmas cookies even down here. We didn't get to make any last year because all of us were sick last year, but she'd help me make cookies. She'd, she'd uh, scoop them out for me, and I'd mix it up, and she'd scoop it out, and we'd bake them. Yeah, but she loved to bake cookies and stuff. That rubbed um, off on you. Hmm? Yeah, oh, that yeah. rubbed off on you. You are a baker <coughs> of top order here. Yeah. <laughs> Bill, who was the most influential person in your life when you were growing up? My grandmother. She was, she was it. I lived with her most of the time. My mom was around, but I, my brother and I didn't get along, so 
I mean, really didn't get along, you know, smacking, hitting, name it. So I just laid out my grandmother, and I think I'm a lot like her. So I guess she's, she's, she, I guess I could say she was my role model, and, and um, I get a lot of my, I think, my habits and traits from her. Bill, how about you? Yeah, who was your model? Well, it would be an easy answer here. That would be my mother, because I was with her more than I was my father. Uh Uh-huh. My father was so busy working and doing all the wonderful things he did. Uh, He worked, uh, he worked, yeah, I used to, when you go to first day of school, and saying, what what does your mommy and daddy do? And I said, well, my dad makes drugs, and he owns a nightclub, and Mama works in a church. And and uh, we, uh, <clears throat> Mother and I, would uh, would uh, spend every evening together because Dad would come home from the pharmaceutical business, and uh, then he'd go to work at the nightclub. And uh, so we spent our time together. So Mother was very, very influential in my life. And she, uh, uh, she was such a, uh, a happy, positive person. And uh, I think a lot of uh, my ability to, uh, to speak before large people, large audiences of people, and uh, things are the result of, of what I got from my mother. And uh, she, was, she could read a story, and it was better than anything that would have been on television if we'd had a television. And she was just, uh, she was just marvelous. And she, uh, uh, she would read to me. And uh, I remember once uh, she came into the room, and I had one of those big picture books. And uh, I had been tearing the pages out of my picture book. And she came in, and she saw that, and she picked up the pieces, and she says, "Oh my goodness." You've hurt your book friends. You're hurting your book friends. And she began picking them up and holding them to her chest. And uh, she just walked out of the room shaking her head. He's, he's hurt his book friends. He's hurt his book friends. And to this day, I cannot turn down a page in a book. I will not do that. If I, if I want a bookmark, I tear off a corner of a sheet of paper and I stick it in there. Never will you see me turn down the pages of a book because my mama caught me tearing out pages and told me how important it was that I should never hurt my book friends. She taught you a good thing. That's a great lesson. It's what a, great a wonderful lesson. lesson that was. Kim, do you remember your first Christmas when you were in Texas with the station? Uh, yeah, I do. I don't... We, uh... We always had the option. So I, I got here, um... um I think Halloween... Halloween is the day I showed up to live here. And, uh, I remember Thanksgiving night, Bill and I went out to, uh, Garden Ridge. And we bought a Christmas tree and all kinds of decorations. We were there, like, just like three or four in the morning. We still didn't have any decorations, so that's what we did. And, in fact, we still have most of that stuff. We have the tree and everything, and I didn't put it up this year. I just have a little tiny one up this year, just a fiber optic tree. But, yeah, I remember we went, and I don't know And we had dinner with your mom. I think she was in the nursing home at the time, so we went and picked her up, and we took her to Luby's or something for dinner. I'm not quite sure where. And then I think the following year we had um, 
when we were adding on to the house, this money that Bill got for selling his parents' house, so we had him had Bill's mom and Sheila and Sheila's uh, uh, little boy come over for dinner. That was pretty much it. I, I don't re- really remember. It seems like I've been here for such a short time, but then again, it seems like I've been here, you know, a long time. I can't really remember everything we did other than going and getting that fishing tree and that. Oh, we thought, was it the one year we ate at Waffle House? Is that the year we ate at Waffle House? Yeah, it was. Yeah, we had the decorations done into Waffle House. <laughs> That's fun. That's fun. Well, Kim, you have always been there since I tuned into the station for the first time. You were there. So mm-hmm. how long have you been with with um, the uh, big tax person? I uh, moved here in um, October 98, 97, Midville in 97. I moved here in October 98. So, okay. So okay. You, you certainly were there when I first found the station. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're my welcoming committee. Yeah, well, good. Yeah. 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 This is good. Okay. What is special about Christmas 2011? Um, this... Special if I get through it. <laughs> I don't know. Bill has something planned. He won't tell me what it is. <laughs> but, uh, but you have to, since you're on the air, Bill, you have to tell Patricia Malden what it is, and I won't listen. Oh, what? right. Oh, <laughs> I can hear this now. <laughs> I'll tell you, if you want to find out yeah. how special this Christmas is, Yeah. Uh, talk to Kim tomorrow afternoon sometime. Tomorrow afternoon? Yeah. Okay, well, we're going to be on tomorrow night because it's Saturday. Can we call Kim and find out? I don't know. It uh, it may still be going on. Will she be free Christmas night? Um, Christmas night. Uh, or shall we call her next weekend? Yeah. I, I, you know, uh, uh, it um, might be better for you to call uh, a week later because... <laughs> She could still not be completely over it. So you're taking her on a world cruise. That's pretty good, Bill. Yeah, hey, yeah. You have world cruise, Bill? <laughs> Inquiring <laughs> minds want to know here. Wait and see. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. You know, Kim, people like this make me crazy. Oh, but Walden does this to me. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I've got a secret. I've got a secret. What is it? Ah, uh, you're getting warm. Nope, nope, nope. You're cold. You're cold. <laughs> Walton has trouble keeping a secret when he gets all excited about it, but it sounds like Bill can keep a secret. Oh, he can. It drives me nuts. Me, when I find out, if I'm trying to... I've been known to give gifts to people before their birthday or their holiday because I just couldn't wait. (laughs) (laughs) David (laughs) Stone? That is good. That is good. Well, you too, Mr. and Mrs. US, YUSA. Is that okay that I call you Mr. and Mrs. Yesterday USA? Why, it's the truth. Well, okay. I started doing that about two weeks ago, and I thought, my goodness, maybe I should ask permission first. Oh, no, that's fine. Well, it is fun. Thank you for being with us. Merry Christmas to both of you, and thank you for letting me come out and play with Walden on Saturday nights. Somebody has to keep him out of trouble. Walden's a troublemaker. Uh-huh. Keep an eye on him. Uh-huh. 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 Christmas has got a real special story here, and uh, so Kim wants to tell you about this. This is one of the neatest Christmas stories you'll ever hear. Okay. Listen up. Got this? Okay. 
yesterday I was out and uh, mother's feeling, you know, bad because Beth's not here and missing her and all. And I parked at um, the department store, well, Wally World, and I went in the, into the garden area and there's all kinds of stuff. Get off of that. Give me that back. So just want to take it. There's all kinds of stuff out in the garden area, you know, fishing spoils and all. So I was really, you know, walking around all that. And I just walked, somebody I just walked straight up to this bin and it was a bunch of uh, Christmas ornaments. I bet there was, um, I bet there was a thousand of them in there. And I, as the first one I looked at as I was going by, it's a pewter ornament and it's flat. Well, it's like a, a 3D release that's sort of on the flat side. And it's a butterfly and a, a rose. And the butterfly has sparkly yellow paint stuff in and the rose's edges has red but to what I saw it saying it's like that put it there for me because it says <clears throat> when I miss you the most I, I look deep into my heart and find you there and I thought that was absolutely amazing what I was feeling about that yesterday and today but I, the first thing I see in that gigantic bin was that and it was right on top in perfect view for me so it's like that put it there for me to find it. So I'm going to keep it out all year long. But when I miss her, I just think, you know, just think of the memories and of things I've done and that. And you know, sometimes it feels like she's here when I do that stuff. That is a wonderful story. Really, I, I am so touched. Because I was just so amazed when I saw that. I mean, I couldn't believe it. I mean, I couldn't wait yeah. to tell Bill about it and show him to come across it at that at that particular moment in a place that size. Yeah. And, I mean, I and with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people walking past it, it, it got saved for you. Yeah, I mean, it, it was like that place is there for me to see it. Oh, that is so sweet. Well, then what are you going to ask this couple? Uh, can Patricia and I have a contract for next year? How much are you going to pay me, Walter? <laughs> Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. We have to pay Kim to... Really? You didn't tell me that, Walter. He has to pay me to keep his mic up or else I'll let you talk and every time he says something, I'll pull the mic down. Okay. I don't know. You didn't tell me about that part, Walden. <laughs> uh, well, Too much yeah. fun. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think you can do it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, make sure your level's nice. I'll pull you down too low. All right. We, we all behave. Right. <laughs> you can do that from over there. Yeah. I don't know how this is done. You know, people ask me, well, well, how does this happen? Well, Walden is in California, and you're not. It's not only that, the station is in Texas, and I don't have a clue. So <laughs> people accept this on faith. Yeah, some people just can't figure it out, and that's pretty amazing when you try to explain it to somebody things we can do. A lot of times I'll check the Walden's level when I walk through, and, it, and I'll adjust it, and every once in a while it's either too high or too low, and I can't do anything with it, so I'll give him a call. And we'll yeah. Get it. But yeah. <laughs> so that, um, I'm holding this ornament. I'm going to pull it down. But I mean, that, just, that was just absolutely amazing. I still can't get over that. So I think that's good. Yeah. But, well, you can be there next year. All right. Yeah. Well, you got it for me, too, bud. Okay. Don't be there, because uh, I'll hunt you down and I'll find you. Well, you know, 
Well, our, our Saturday night family asking for us to be on more than one nights now, and I'm I don't think we can do that. I think I think I think we're, Patricia and I are happy to be on a Saturday. Well, for the time being. Yes. Oh. <laughs> You and Walton talk the same language. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Saturday night, Saturday night, and our family on Saturday night. My gosh, do we have a gang? Yeah, I know, and a lot of them they really came through for the auction too. All the, oh, uh, the radio shows that they wanted sent for the auction. I can't remember how many you sent it, but I was so surprised. It, it was a lot, and it was their idea, Kim. I neither Walden nor I even thought of it, and yeah. they thought of it on their own. I think it was over thirty CDs that I'm people sure. call and won and just donate to the auction. Yep, and they kept calling and saying, can I have my question now? Can I have my question now? <laughs> so, that, so that they could win a CD and have it sent to the auction. They had a list. They said, now, this week I want to donate this to the auction. Now, next week I already know what I want to donate to the auction. But I have to wait till I answer a question for next week. It, it was just uh, it was just so much fun to to do this with them. And honestly, Walden is telling the truth. Well, I know what I need this week, and, and this is what I want sent. I know what I want sent. Go ahead and ask me my question. <laughs> it really was a lot of fun. So Maybe some of your Saturday night people are tuned in tonight listening. You know, they they found us. You know, the one week uh, when, Bill, you were in Mexico with Mike? Uh-huh. And Walden and I spent some time during the week. They tracked us down. They found us. Yeah. They, were, they, they, so they, they listened during the week, they, too. They were stay in shock. Yeah, they said we're all confused. They what, were confused. What does the calendar say? Yeah, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they were good well, people. Well, I'm proud of you guys. And you do such a wonderful job for us. Well, we've... we've just, uh, uh, just don't... Um, uh, don't uh, plan on uh, going anywhere in the uh, in the uh, immediate future. Maybe in forty or fifty years, <laughs> we'll something else. But for right now, I think you guys are pretty much uh, uh, stuck uh, in this job for the foreseeable future. Well, I think it's a good kind of stuck, and I, I just I'm having so much fun with Walden, and I'm just so grateful that I'm able to do this and that you let us do this. Well, I can certainly tell that you have a, a lot of fun, and uh, uh, it's—I uh, I would have to uh, uh, go and search uh, the four corners of the earth uh, to find a replacement uh, uh, for you guys. I don't think you could. Uh, I don't—I don't know that you could. Uh, and Patricia, your—your—your—your uh, your, your, your excitement and your happiness and your positive attitude is uh, just so wonderful. And that's one of the uh, great things you bring to this station is your positive attitude and your wonderful voice and your happiness and the, and the goodness that's, that's uh, inside your heart because it just comes out. Every-